I wanted to read this five-star review. It's titled, Love This Podcast. Thank you for taking the time to put together such great content. Great info for a guy like me that is mid-transition from ER nurse to landscaper. Sounds like our stories are very similar in that I was at a turning point in my life and made the change to better mine and my family's life. Thank you for leaving that review. I really appreciate it. I can definitely relate 100% because those of you that know that's been my story uh, from not ER nurse, but from retail management, corporate America, so and transitioned into lawn care. So I can definitely relate, and I'm glad that my podcast is relatable. So if you guys haven't left a five-star rating review on Apple Podcast or Spotify, please go ahead and do so. It's quick and easy, and it means a lot. Thanks. Here we go. Well, thanks for listening to the LCR Media Podcast, where we get to know the pros. I'm your host, LCR Naylor Taliaferro, and another live episode from the Podcast Summit 2023 at Almond HQ, Almond Headquarters, as <laughs> Caleb, Caleb does all the time, uh, powered by Kohler. We thank Kohler for all of the community events that they've been supporting. Uh, and we're just having a great time networking, podcasting, sharing stories, lots of in-between podcast conversations, and just, just trying to find ways to bring the community together. Uh, today's episode, uh, or on this episode, I should say, because they're all today's episode, but on this episode, <laughs> uh, I'm joined with Dylan with Solo Cuts, right? Yeah, for a little bit of time. <laughs> for a little bit of time. Yeah, for a yeah. little bit of time. Yeah. We're yep. going through a new... Oh, new. Re- oh, we'll talk yeah, about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we have... Uh, Jesse with Widener Landscape Solutions. Nice, nice. So, uh, well, let's um, we'll tease everybody with your rebranding. So, why don't you tell us a little about yourself? Uh, so, we, I, my name is Jesse Widener. Um, I've got a landscape design company out of Inglewood, Ohio. It's north of Dayton, about 15, 20 minutes. Um, we do quite a bit of softscape installations, landscape lighting. Um, this is kind of like our sixth year in the in the for real game. Um, so we're getting into, uh, kind of, I started off as kind of a maintenance company and, you know, as everyone generally does making that transition over. Um, so we're really now getting to be a legitimate design company and we're starting to get into the upper echelon jobs and really starting to, to hone in on landscape design and things of that nature, doing a lot of lighting. Um, so we are kind of at that point now where things are going to be serious. So I've been at the point where I've been running the company kind of stress-free, you know, building it slowly. And now it's like, all right, we are, uh, we're adults now. We gotta, we gotta take this thing seriously. So I, I'm very happy with the, uh, the, the place we're at now. And, and Dylan here is, is getting to be at that same place as well. And we've, I, I just really enjoy the, the softscape side of the company. So, mm-hmm. and nice. I still do do lawn maintenance and stuff. I've got a crew for it and stuff. It's just not really where our focus is right now. Right. How did you guys get connected? Cause you're not even in the same part of Ohio, right? Yeah. Um, 30 but, minutes, but away. not, but not too far away. Yeah. Yep. So, you're, so you're not like direct competitors really. No, but, no, yeah. but even like, like we, we, that was a topic of conversation we had once where it's like, even if we were in the same market, like. There's so much work. There's just so around. much work to be out there. Like great attitude. Yeah. yeah. Say like that one of the guys time. that like I network specifically in my community, like he has a couple million dollar company. So it's, and it's like, 
just as much as he gets called for whatever I get called for something. And it's like, we'll, sh- we'll tell each other like what projects we're bidding on and everything. Cause we just, it's just like, they're calling for me. They're calling for him. There's so much work out there, but the network is still strong. Like it means more than just like what job you're on. Right. You know, right. Who's competing right. for it. But, but no, we just met up on social media on Instagram there. And then, uh, uh, first time we really got to talk was that we were talking earlier. was, uh, Brian's, LAL two years ago. Mm-hmm. And then since then we just been, yeah. And now Sunday he's coming over to my house for a Bengals game. So like, yeah, hey, we're buds yeah, now. Yeah. So, yeah. So yeah. Awesome. This, things are getting pretty serious over here. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, but yeah really taking it to the next yeah. level. Yeah. yeah. Hanging out for social events. Nice. Yeah. No, it's yeah. been, it's been good though. Um, just picking each other's brains and just, I mean, heck, we talk basically every day now and just about whatever. Yep. So it's good to have someone work. to bounce things off of. Cause when you do this kind of work and run a business and, you know, you're trying to go through it. You, everybody knows it's like an emotional roller coaster running a company. And, right. uh, it's nice to have someone like, or a co- I mean, I've got like three or four people that I can think of that I bounce stuff off of. Mm-hmm. And if I didn't have like those people to bounce stuff off of, I'd go crazy in my own head. Like what in the heck is going on? Like, What's the right choice? Yeah. What's the best choice to do? Yep. Yep. Yeah. And even it's just something like as simple as, all right, so I got this one space. What do you think about it? You know, what do you think about this is the design I came up with? What would you do differently? Or, you know, back and forth, like, you know, iron sharpens iron. They're not lying about it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that is, you guys said it better than I could have ever said it. So that's, I, we just need to keep getting that message out there. I don't mm. know what, why there's so many random people I don't know. out there. There's but, a lot of haters in the community. People yeah. just like, yeah. are, I don't know if it's jealousy or what, but it's like, everybody is trying to get to the same place. And if everybody as a community would come together and decide like, okay, we're not, we're going to stop underbidding each other and we're going to all charge a high rate. And then we all the best can make company money. win in a sense. Like if everyone, cause like Jesse Warden, right. We're talking about that. Like about the mowing thing. Like yeah, if everyone goes in saying like, okay, we are not going to touch a lawn under an X dollar amount. Like just make a group pack. Like we're not going to go under something with X dollar amount. And then at that point on, it's based on like, okay, who provide, you know, who sells himself as the best company or whose quality shows. Yeah, like, I think just that'd be good. ignore the antitrust violation there, making a pact uh, right. pri- to price. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not gonna happen. Just but yeah, nice I mean, no, though. no one like, would do that. Everyone's no gonna make more that. money. No one right. would do that, dude. Everyone's starting out. Uh, I won't say everyone's starting out, but a lot of people starting out. They're just hungry for the work, and yeah. they, they don't know any better. But I think if you know, as we get to the point where everybody's a legitimate company, like the, especially the top companies in the area, they can all just kind of not see each other as so much competitors. And I think it's getting to the point now where there, that is moving a lot better and further on. A lot of people are being more cooperative with each other. It's not as doggy dog over stuff. Cause there like is a lot new of school. Yeah. And the new school is definitely helping out with and, that. And, and, that's, and that's also the social media school yep, too, right? Yeah, that's exactly, it's exactly what it is. And yeah. there's, yeah. It, and to, we're to the point now where it's kind of getting tough out there with pricing and stuff. It's a little harder to get into the game with equipment pricing and stuff. So if you are in the game and you're a legitimate company, you know, you want to make money. So I think everyone's kind of like, all right, we need to quit underbidding our work. We need to go for those higher prices. And it's, it's helping out tremendously. Cause when you throw out a $15,000 price, it's kind of like, uh, if this guy bids at 13, this guy bids at 17, it's a lot easier to kind of f- figure that out instead of a guy that coming in at like 7,000 or whatever. Yeah. And as hard as it was for probably everyone to some extent, 
last few years of a pandemic, it kind of weeded some folks out. It became a little survival of the fittest. I know yep. I was struggling at some times. I was like, what is happening? I think we right all now? are. We yeah. all are. Oh, yeah. Cause especially because, yeah. like, I mean, I don't want to carry the same conversation on, but like, I quit at the very beginning. I quit Gordon's, like, COVID popped off my spring. Right. So it was like, crap i just gotta work like you just yeah, gotta work yeah, work yeah. and then just hopefully as the years progress like you start getting better at you know balance or you start finding your navigating your way yeah but yeah it is i mean that that that, that was the story heard around the the community right that was what 2019 or 2020 or it was at lal the yep. first lal yeah, 2019 yeah, that was when i was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you were like debating like you were still Man, was like, like <sighs> trying to get the boat close to the dock yeah, and everything yeah. it's got to the point where i was like it was the winter. If I pull this boat any closer to the dock, we're <laughs> gonna have to do some repair to the dock. Right, you yeah, know, like right. gonna be damaging that dock. So just do yeah, it, dude. Yeah, do that's, it, that's yeah. basically what it came to. And uh, and then COVID happened, is what you're saying. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, yep. it was, but it was just like, I mean, I can't hate on what I did because wow. I my company would right. have gotten like every year has been such a progress. Yep. Yeah. Like especially leap. the first like four, three or four years, you really make a lot of big jumps very fast. And then after that, you get to just be like small, small changes will do a lot for you yeah. because you're doing yeah. it at a certain scale mm-hmm. where it's like, it's making a bunch more, more difference. Yeah. Yeah. If you do one thing different, but you're doing it across every single job, you're getting to be the point where it's like, okay, this is making a significant, it, this small change is making a significant impact over a 12 month period. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know if you guys know Marvin Salcedo or have ever seen any of my content or heard it with him. He's down in Texas and he's got now multi-million dollars uh, company. But like when I first interviewed him years ago, he was like, well, you know, we just hit a million dollars for just his one lawn maintenance company that he had at the time. And he's like, so from here, I'm just trying to like focus on like, how can I move the needle? Just 1%. That's a hundred thousand bucks extra, you know, yep. like in profit. Yeah. That yeah, makes a big true. deal yeah. when you're a million yeah. dollar company. Think, like 1%. 1%. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So, and, 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 and that's realistic. Cause you can't be like, Oh, we're going to move the needle 10, 10% on a million dollar company. Like one, that's a lot of revenue, extra money, but two, that's really hard. Like yep. it's, it's a lot easier for us probably to move yep. the needle at 10% than, you know, multi-million dollar, you know, yep. or I don't know how, you know, how big your company is, but well, half saying, a million, roughly. Half a million. There you go. Yep. So I think when you get a million plus, it gets a little bit harder to, to, to steer the ship in different directions. But like you're saying, like the slightest movement, you're going to be in totally different yep. spot, you know? It's just mm-hmm. like, if, I mean, even if you get generate, even at the like half a million level, you know, you generate an extra $20,000 of profit. I mean, that is straight in the pocket. Right. And that is like huge. I mean, I, I don't care what anyone says, oh, yeah, yeah 20,000, but if it's a, like legitimately profit, yeah. I mean, you, that's, well, that's, that's a, a winner fund. Said. That's a winner like, fund. I don't know what you say, but I think I can do, I can take another 100,000 bucks in my pocket. I'd be I good with so. that. <laughs> I think so. I think we yeah. all could. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, so that's, that's, that's really good. And so let's, let's talk about Dylan now and what, where, where, where you've gone, the progress there. Like, you know, you kind of alluded to it a couple of times Mm -hmm. and we teased it and now you're going, you're going to shift some things around now. So, well, first you've never been on my podcast. So tell tell us a little bit about, about you and and, and where you started and where you are now. Okay. So, uh, Dylan Stevenson, solo cuts landscaping in Springfield, Ohio. Um, I started doing this about nine years ago, but I've only been full time for this is the start of our fourth season. Um, so I was working at Gordon Food Service full time. Uh, was there for about ten years, but the last five that I did the business on the side, mainly doing mowing with a little bit of landscaping. 
Um, so then as we got that closer to taking the leap full time, we eventually did. Um, so then, uh, progressing through, uh, up to this point, you know, we went through the works of more mowing, more landscaping. Then it starts, that shift starts to go less mowing, more landscaping. Um, so now we're to the point to where sold all the mowing equipment, no more mowing, um, trailer mower all gone. Um, so we're full on landscape design install work, um, from, from now on. So that'll be our our mode of moving forward. So that's why the rebrand is a thing. Cause like we're under solo cuts landscaping. Um, so now we're going to be doing like a different name, different image. So that way it's like the mowing is just not even on the table. Right. It's all about the design install work. So, um, basically our specialty is, uh, softscapes. So plant installations, um, low voltage lighting, um, and then we'll do landscape maintenance. So, is this something that developed over time or were you kind of passionate about that in the beginning, but you just did what everyone you normally does and it's easier to get your foot in the door of cutting grass? Yeah. So in a go. sense, that was it. And then once I started, I always had, I guess I started off with a passion of doing the install part, but like, I just wasn't ready for like those bigger jobs. Like we talk all the time saying like, you kind of just get like, uh, like as you progress and get bigger, like as in b- bigger projects, you kind of just like start to attract that a little bit more. Like, like three years ago, I wasn't getting called for a 10 plus thousand dollar install. You know what I mean? So now right. it seems like seven to tens is like our bread and butter. If we can 15 is probably where it's like, okay, that's in my wheelhouse. Some above that in a sense, like if we're adding on a different uh, you could do aspect, just like phase it out. It's just a little more like logistic part. It just makes your planning wise. But like, I mean, if it's softscapes, lighting and some natural stone work, like I'm, I'm yeah. right there with it a hundred percent. So but yeah, like as we, so like I said, the projects have just gotten to that point to where like now it's like, okay, the mowing was our bottleneck because we only did like two days of mowing. So like, I, I only had like 20 to 30 accounts between our residential and commercial. So it wasn't like we did a boatload of revenue, but right. in the springtime, you know, in your spring rush, that two days of mowing turns into four real quick with the rain. Right. Well then that kills my landscape in or the spring mulches or shrub prunings those maintenance work, you know? Um, so now the mowing is going to be off the plate. We're able to capitalize on all that inbound coming in and, um, and our projects are getting to where it's like, I need more than three days on a landscape job. I need, you know, they're four plus days, you know, cause like take for instance, if I bid a job for 10 days and I'm doing two days of mowing, three days of landscapes, that's going to take that job basically we'll say if we get it done in nine, that's three weeks yeah. versus two weeks or a week and a half, you know, cause you're staying consistent on it. Right. But then, you know, as that compounds over the year, I mean, that could be six, seven, 10 more jobs that you get done in a season. Yeah. So. And not even and counting, not even profitable. counting all like the, a lot more profitable, not even yeah. counting all the maintenance work. You're going to be able to throw in at the beginning of the year too, not being tied up with lawns. Yep. You can do four or five mulch job in a two, two day period and put, four thousand extra dollars in your pocket yep. it would have taken that's like a month's worth of mowing revenue oh uh, yeah yeah just crushing them yeah it, it really was like that was yeah. the bot so now for like um and i got a subcontractor for the mowing uh so keeping the commercial stuff on our hands got a guy that's going to be taking all the care of that of the mowing end we're still going to do all the maintenance basically i wanted to keep them for our snow um and then I told him by doing that, I'll just hand off basically my residential list and refer everyone of my residentials to him. So by him helping me out, hopefully I can help him out by sending yeah. him some good accounts. Nice. Cause they're all like, you know, from day one, we basically did the charge card on file deal. So I was like, dude, you got all the contact information. 
great pricing on all these. Cause I was making, like, if you think about like the lawns I was doing, I was making great money on the lawns, but I just didn't have the volume to like justify keeping around the equipment, the trade. It just, right. Yeah. $25,000 investment. It's just, yeah. So, um, yeah. So hopefully I'm excited for this year. I'm excited. Uh, it'd be a, I think it's going to be a big year for us. So it, it sounds exciting. Yeah. What, what, what do, would you guys suggest for those that, cause there's a lot of transitions just constantly. And especially seems like coming out of COVID, there's been a lot of, it, it exposed a lot of things for people and people are like pivoting and doing all this stuff. Um, a lot of people downsize, a lot of people just quit altogether in my area and it really was survival of the fittest. But so for those that either always wanted to kind of transition out of mowing, for example, or, or they just kind of discover that maybe that's a better route, obviously it's more profitable and all that kind of stuff. But it's also like, it may be more profitable, but there's a, like, there's a lot, there's also it. expensive equipment that goes to it too, right. but there's also like a lot more learning, like, right you become more well-rounded. I feel like in the field as you dive more into landscape and versus like you learn how to stripe a lawn. You now can stripe a lawn. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right, so, right. so, uh, so not discounting the guys that go out there. It's just not what my passion is. Right. You know what I mean? So right. like, um, but so what, so what, what tips do you guys have for those that, that they want to pivot into, uh, more landscaping mm -hmm. or even hardscaping, you know, like you guys specifically for, landscape. um, I, so I didn't have the exact same story as Dylan. I have two rock star employees that run my mowing division and they do a four day schedule. And, and the way my company used to be set up is we did two or three days of mowing as a three man crew. We busted out like 60 lawns in two or three days and we'd go do landscaping Thursday through, you know, what well, it's Saturday. So, but I got tired of working the weekends and the landscaping work was starting to take off. So I let them kind of just go and do the mowing. So if you have that option, you don't necessarily have to get rid of all the mowing right away. You can oh, definitely you, don't do that. You right. can't yeah. have, don't you, go cold turkey. Yeah. You can it. have a good crew, but I think once my crew that I have currently decides that they're done, cause I, and, and they might not, they, maybe they'll be with me forever. I hope they are. I mean, I hope I can continue to give them raises and give them a good life. But you know, if they're, if they decide to ever move on, I will be done mowing. Like I'll just let it go and be focused on the landscape side of things just because I think that's where, you know, that's where the money's at unless you're a massive, like you got this massive company. So my advice would be to kind of, slowly get there. So, so, so instead of maybe mowing five days a week, you're mowing like kind of like I was mow three days a week and then do landscaping, you know, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, try to fit in some of those jobs. Maybe you can do a, a landscape design and install at your own place and kind of market that. Um, take on some work from your mowing clients that they might, um, you know, Mrs. Jones might want you to plant some flowers in her bed or something like take those little opportunities. You don't have to be putting in $10,000 landscape installs, you know, your first season doing it. I didn't get to do a job over $10,000 until like season four or something like that. So it's kind of like a slow, I w most people that get into it too fast and get into huge jobs too fast end up falling on their face. Like you want to slowly get there. But I will say, don't be scared when you do get to the ten thousand dollars. That mini skid was flipped up. Stop, <laughs> and you said, "Don't, don't." Great timing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> don't fall don't. on your face. Yeah, yeah literally. That mini yeah. skid was upside down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't, don't necessarily be scared of a big job too. If it's something like your bread and butter, say you're used to putting in ten thousand dollars softscapes, but you get approached for a a softscape 
only Southscape project, but it's a way bigger area and it ends up being 40, 50 grand. Like phase that thing out into four projects so you don't overwhelm yourself. Like you don't, don't think of it, take small bites out of stuff and work it that way. A big job is just a bunch of small jobs combined into one. So don't get overwhelmed in the, the total job number, but just make sure that you're doing good quality work and you are taking small steps to get there. It doesn't happen overnight. I mean, it didn't happen overnight for me at least. And just try to get better. Like each job, like you said on the last one, like, yeah, you know, you do a job like, I mean, shoot, we both all the time would just go back into our archive of like our first few installs. Like, not what were we thinking? Cause it still turned out great. But in a sense, like if I could go back and do this project, I would do it so much better and probably have to. And you know what the crazy thing about that is, is every single one of those clients was a hundred percent happy. I think it, we're harder on ourselves. Than we the will, clients are on us almost all the time. Right. Yeah. Like they have no You'll idea be more picky what, about your work yeah, right. than a customer ever will. Cause right. you will not like, you know, that little, like little blemish or something, whatever that you're like, ugh. but like when the customer sees the overall, like, I'm sitting here trying to figure out, man, do I drop the, this, like, what was it on that last one? There was some pickle I was. He was like, dude, the customer's literally going to have no idea you're having this dilemma or that it's even a thought. I think it was it's hiding the-, the light, like shining the the light on the light is mm-hmm. what you were yeah. stressing out about. I'm like, bro. There's they a, a path not- light and then there's a mini up light and the path light was going to like bleed onto the mini up light. Uh, so I was like, but it was, like, I don't want to show that cause I want to try and hide these lights as much as possible. So you just, at nighttime, you just see, but there was no other limit. option, yeah. but there was it. And he was like, that's a detail that like, <laughs> that no one's even going to care about. No, no, yeah. no right. it's not. No, nope. it's not. So, so, so it's a different animal than like the people that are like going over and like kicking the grass when you're mowing Dude, lawns. That's another like, thing hey, though. You miss some lawns, some I, grass. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. It's like landscaping. I feel like people are not like that as no, much. No, no. Like, okay. Like all these landscape jobs I do, I bet my $55 lawn customers, I hear from him more than I yeah, would a $20,000 yeah, install we did. Of course. Yeah. Like, seriously, like, it's just almost like you're just, like. You got to get the customer. To yeah, like, get, I'm trying to convince this guy to pay me $60 a week to mow his lawn. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah. I just delivered this, that like, that wall install one. Yeah. That was a $25,000 project I didn't have to bre- present a design for. Yeah. I'm like, why am I here stressing yeah. about trying to please this $60 a week guy when it should probably be $75, let us be honest. Right. <laughs> and you know what I mean? Like, these yeah. people are just, it's just. Yep, you get into the right. And, and also, you get to the point after you've been doing it a while that people just want you to present the project and they're, you know, they want to design and stuff, but they ultimately are going to defer to you. And once you get to that point, it becomes very easy. Just, uh, once the client trusts you, you can lead them into whatever direction you want to. Yep. I mean, if you think, if you tell them like, Hey, the design's this, but this is not going to work because of this, they're not going to say anything, but we trust you do what you got to do. And once you get to the point where you can really like get the client to trust you and they have full faith that you're going to present a good project, it gets to be way better because you can just make the call. And once you're not dealing with you, the client necessarily shouldn't be involved in like every little decision, you just need to give them the idea of the full project. And then every little decision just falls on you. I think a lot of people try to like get the client involved on things that they necessarily shouldn't be involved with. Like the, they are involved with some material selection and stuff. But as far as like install practices and stuff, I see people that like, you know, they freak out over just little things and they get the client involved. It's like, dude, like, the client doesn't need to know every little thing. It's like, just install it. And you know, if it's something big, obviously a big change order, you're going to have to let them know, but 
you can make small calls on a job. Mm-hmm. A yeah. lot of the time is yeah. my experience. If I'm like, okay, this plan isn't going to work here because the sun, you know, move it around a little bit. I mean, right. you get a lot more leeway when they trust you and you just got to, that's, that's your job at the beginning of the project is just to gain the client's trust. And it makes the whole rest of the project way easier. Are you ready to grow your lawn care and landscaping business at Lightspeed? Hey, I am Cody Owen with Lightspeed Social Agency, and you have heard me talk shop on every lawn care podcast that you listen to, maybe even over on my YouTube channel, and I hope that you have taken advantage of the expert knowledge that I've given in those interviews, but I want you to personally experience the power of putting Lightspeed Social behind your business this spring. Sign up for Facebook and Instagram ads management and put my team's years of experience to work in your business. Toro's brand new battery-powered Revolution Series products are changing the lawn care industry. With all-day runtime from the innovative Hypercell battery system, you can expect to power through your entire day, every day. Head to revolution.toro.com to see how Toro is transforming the game with the latest equipment innovations. Or click the link tree in the episode description to get you there fast. What about like getting these clients, you know, like is I'm sure there's a difference between, you know, landscaping versus mowing and, you know, the whole like maybe marketing mm-hmm. plan. And obviously we talked about different types of clients. So like, what, what does that look like? Um, <laughs> you guys both were like at the yeah, same time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, it's crazy. When you talk to someone a lot, you pick up on yeah. each other's mannerisms. It <laughs> yeah. used to be terrible. It's bad, I'm like, bad. dude, we hang out too much. Oh. Get out of here. Um, so from my end, like because of how we were with the mowing and being like, obviously everyone's dealing with like employees aren't that much on hand in this phase of business. Right. So like with me, I hadn't really done like a marketing campaign. Right. Just because I was limited on how much I could take in yeah. because like, you know, on landscape work because right. of the mowing schedule. Right. Um, so this would be our first year of actually being able to like pump some like marketing out, like really hitting like our high end neighborhoods, you know, really getting the image out there, especially if we're going to be doing a rebrand, like going to have to do so. Right. Um, but it's kind of like, it's really not a different in thing. Like I'm sure Jesse's going to say it. Like Caleb says, you get known more for the work you put out. So I don't post any mowing. It's all my landscape design install work. It's uh, like our lighting. Um, Did that that stuff come from mowing initially? Like from mowing clients? How did you even start getting landscaping work? Uh, oh, so originally yeah. it'd be like, oh, you know, sharing some mulch installs here, mulch yep. installs there, shrub trimming, sprucing up a little bit here. Oh, well, we did a my first install, you know, is that one with the yep, roses and wall. everything. Yeah. No. no. One of my dad helped me on that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So like that one and you share it. Eventually then- you get someone that's going to give you a chance to do something a little cooler. And they, that client 100% full well knows that you don't do that all the time because they looked you up beforehand and they know that you're green at doing this and they're going to get a good deal most likely. So that's why they're calling you. So I'm not saying that that's a bad situation because someone's got to give you a shot. Right. But if you produce on that and then you have the confidence to do the next one, you can charge that person higher. And it's like, it's, it's literally putting a small snowball at the top of the hill. And by the time it gets down to the bottom, it's a huge snowball. Yeah. Because my biggest thing is for when when we got into more of the design stuff and we still do a lot of landscape maintenance, just mulch and stuff, but I don't post any of that. I just post only design install work. And 
I post on my Google business listing like a crazy person. I think Google business listing is the best form of marketing. I, people say Facebook, people say Google ads. Google business listing is people find you, they look up on Google, and if you pop up in the top three in your city, you are getting calls off the hook. So this year I went through a campaign and I took my reviews from like 14 reviews up to like 60. And now we are like number one in our city and my wow. phone rings off the hook. Nice. So it's, and, and doing that has just that free. It didn't cost me any money. It's just right. a matter of like emailing my clients, like, and I don't care how you get reviews. I mean, have your buddy leave your review. They're not lying. They say yeah, this company tell, does tell great your work. Mom, tell I mean, your dad, tell, yeah, like have right. your grandparents, like just like, get those well reviews on there. People, social proof is like the biggest thing now. And when people see you have, I have 60 reviews. One of them is negative and the rest are positive. And the negative one is just from a, a buddy's bitter ex-girlfriend who, you know, yeah, it's a personal situation, right? right? So, but the rest of them are five star reviews, and people call me all the time now because I'm like, if you look up Landscaper Inglewood, Ohio, we are the number one search pop up, and they just see like you know your cover photo, and it's like, well, of course, I'm going to put my best job up there, and they see that, and they're like, oh, we're calling this person. I get calls for all kinds of stuff I don't do, but like mm-hmm. with the, those, you got to weed through the ones that you know are less good. They people call me, they're like can you sell me some gravel? I'm like, no, no, I don't sell gravel Call champion equipment. So yeah, but you know, you get those calls, but at the same time you get those calls like, Hey, I need a landscape design. Like we get calls. For, I've gotten like four calls this winter for landscape design. If I was going to think I was going to get calls over the winter for a landscape design, I've told you you're crazy. And here I am designing landscapes or spring. We're like a two months booked out and it's like January. And I'm just like, it's all about that Google business listing. I don't do any marketing other than that. Yeah. What about, is there any kind of reoccurring maintenance for landscaping at all? Yeah. So, um, you can, uh, so all of our installs, we always tell our folks, which he, he has done great with, but our installs are, this is our 30 of really hitting the installs hard. So I feel like that's going to be a more common thing, but he does a great job at it. And that's just like, I just, we just tell customers like, Hey, we love to maintain the landscapes we install. So we want to be here every spring, every fall. Yep. We want to do your mulch, we want to do your weedings. Cause like, we want to make sure that like, we're always keeping our hand on our landscape. Cause like we ultimately know the more our hands are on it, the better that landscape is yep. going to thrive and the less right. they're going to call us for problems. Yep. So, um, there's that. And like I said, just like the maintenance, yeah. calls. like I'll go out and do some, you know, like, so my schedule, what I'm going to be doing this year. And I did a, a little bit last year is I'm going to do two weeks or so install work, one week of maintenance. So that way every maintenance call I have, I'm not telling them like, Oh yeah, we're booked out six, eight weeks for install work. It's going to be that long to get your mulch. Well, if I do like two weeks of install work, one week of maintenance, I can capitalize still on that incoming quick money, quick money, of yep. mulch, shrub prunings, whatever. People you know? are more willing to wait on a, on a big job. Like if they want to work mm-hmm. with us for a landscape design, they're willing to wait months. Yep. But if I get a call for mulch, I'm like, Hey, it's going to be about eight weeks. They're like, Oh, we'll find someone else. On to the next one. Yeah. yeah. So like this way I can still capitalize on that quick, yeah. you know, cash. That yeah. Way landscape maintenance is very way. profitable. I don't, I don't have any minimal investment is necessary for landscape maintenance. Yeah. You need a wheelbarrow and a couple of shovels and a couple of guys with backs better than mine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 For yep. sure. <laughs> um, so what, what, what are some things that, that we're missing here? What do you, what do you think um, we could, 
give any advice for anyone like you're still pretty new, even though it seems like you've been doing this forever. I mean, I guess like technically, like technically, you have like, been doing it for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, but there's a big difference though. when like doing it like on the side. <laughs> right. Yep. And like, yeah, when you're talk like about that. Full in it. Like, <laughs> right. yeah. So there yeah. really is like, I mean, you can, there's a lot of side hustles. Yeah. You're working on a cat. You're getting cash, you know, when you're yeah, on so the side. Yeah. So like when you're on the side, it's, you know, you, cause you're just taking work as it kind of comes. If you want to take it cool, if not, but like when you're when it, like you make that leap, it's like not saying you have to take on every job but at the same point. Like, you know, like you got to Like the money's on you. Yeah. Like it is on you. Yeah. You almost no one feel else. like you're not as picky anymore. You're almost like, oh my gosh, I need the work. Yeah. So, um, but it's been, I mean, you, I, but at the same time in the last like two years, like just like in your third year, I think is a, there's always a big jump and it's like, you're, you're just like now you're just going up to clients like, yep, this is the price. Like if it's, but if they don't want to pay it, like whatever. And it takes a while to get to that like, point. Um, I'll, cause I'll, I'll say it cause we, but like meeting up in the, you know, networking with him, another guy in my town, like. There's just guys where it's like the biggest thing I've learned and I've definitely am carrying that into this year is just like having a backbone. Like, yeah. okay, an HOA that we do, they got a significant increase this year, like 20%. Yeah. yeah. And guy called and said, the point of contact was like, hey, I don't. He's like, he's hey, like, were I, you drinking when you wrote I don't know this? If, uh, <laughs> seriously. We'll be able to, yeah. Like, seriously, I got a phone call and he's like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to convince the board that like. Like, there's almost no shot, he said. Like, I mean. Basically. What was the odds? I mean, yeah, like, like less than 1% but chance. But this the thing is, like, so they were like, you know, I don't, he's like, I understand, like, you know, your numbers, your numbers, whatever, but he's like, but just, you know, for a, a, that much of an increase in one year, he's like, I don't know if I can get the guys to buy it now. So I kind of, you know, talked to him. I was like, well, you know, here's some things to keep in mind. You said the other day, like, you always get a response to me within 24 hours. You guys didn't have any complaints on our work. Like, everyone was thrilled about the work, the way the property looked all year round. So, like, being like the smaller company, like, yeah, maybe charging, you know, you may not like my increase, but that's after looking at how much time we spend on X things. Cause we have like 12 services that we do. It's total, total maintenance on the right. place. Um, I was like that after our numbers and seeing, you know, sometimes that you, we you, didn't account for that would take that long. Some things kind of changed that I was like, Oh, that's fine. Like we don't worry about doing a little increase, but just know like next year, like this will be taken into account you know, on certain yeah. extra things we either had to do. Right. Um, and then the 10% increase just because of prices, of just everything. because of everything going up. So, yeah, right. So, yeah. So, but I told him, I was like, well, maybe I'll look at the numbers and just see like, if there's anywhere I can go. Cause like, I'm going to be subbing out the mowing. So maybe I drop the mowing price a little bit, take some, like, it's not me on the site. So like, but he was basically just like, tell me, just like stay in the ground. Like, no, you know what it's worth. You know what it takes. Well, we ended up getting the phone call. They didn't even put it back because they were just like, well, if, you know, if they don't buy this, we're going to put it up for bid and whatever. And I was like, go through that. I sent an email and yeah, yeah that, yeah. that was something I even said. I said, now you're going to have a new company, learn a new company, their ways, their guys out there. Hope they do a good job. Hopefully they do a good job. Um, and then sure enough, got a phone call, didn't put it up for bid. Signed the contract. Wow! God. Didn't see that coming. He Not was just even. trying to. He was just trying to shoot your price lower. He was trying to get a good. <laughs> so deal. I told. Yeah. So I told wow. him. I was like, because this was my thoughts, you know. Because like, especially like once I came to the decision, and that's that's a mental shift though. That like, I feel like I just like it this takes year time. <laughs> was like confident. Like I'm not yeah. overcharging. It's just, it's what needed to be done because right. of the times that we were there. Like right. it was our first year doing the property. I didn't know exactly how long the fall clean was going to take the trip, yeah. whatever. You right. just kind of right. hope you're pretty good on it. And just, you know, with all the services we did and the dollar amount, like, I mean, it's just, 
you know, if, if you do 12 services and you need to increase the rate a little bit each time, I mean, that's going to then make your rate seem like it got up big. Yeah. But, um, can you, can, are you willing to share what the, what, and I'll share too, but yeah. are you willing to share what the revenue is or was on that? Thing? That's a 20,000. Now it's just under 20 grand. Nice. So, yeah, um, because, nice HOA. Cause a, <laughs> good a, HOA. An HOA contacted me and, and, um, their budget was 75,000. And I was like, there's no way in God's green earth I can do all these things for $75,000. Like I had one of my multi-million dollar peers and mentors in some yeah. ways in my area, like ride with me. And he was just like, okay, this house needs two yards of mulch. This amount of bushel. Okay. This is going to be X amount of thousands of dollars. For Times one it house. by. How many do we have? put it in his calculator. And by the time we were all done, he was like, it's just going to be over $50,000 just to mow all this stuff. Yeah. And so they're saying 75. That's a it's lot always good when they give you the price, that. right? When, they, yeah. when they're naming the price, well, you know that you're yeah. in trouble. Yeah. So, like, well, yeah. I asked, like I, I just l- somehow learned all these things and I was just trying to get all the stuff when I yeah. walked with the, it's with just the a, marketing, it's the like property manager. Big, uh, condo buildings. So like, it's only a couple acre property, yeah. but yeah. like it's, it's a nice looking property. Yeah. It's, and that's the thing is like, I enjoyed being on the property. Like I was maintaining like, right. Great. Plus two, like that was like my first, I felt like that was my first account that I got because of like who we were. Cause I got that the year after we won our award. Yeah. So it was like, yeah. it was almost like, Oh, that's my, like, finally, yeah. like I, I'm not getting there just because like, Oh yeah, like we went to school with your right. Grandma, or, right. You know, what I mean, whatever. Yeah. Like it was actually there. Yeah. So well, but I just mean like it's inspiring to hear that that what you did and and challenged that because you needed to get your numbers yeah. straight. And, and they were like, okay, so maybe this could potentially be promising. I don't know because one, I was recommended because the vice president of the board on the HOA is like friends with us because we're all band kid parents yeah. and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So they couldn't stand. I think they had like a national company at oh, one okay. point. I'm not going to yeah. slander anybody, but they weren't really happy with that. So she was like, just, you know, call, call this company, which is my company. And then of course, you know, so when I met, I'm like, how many bids are you going to get? It's like, ah, oh, like mm-hmm. three, because we, we, you know, if we, if we just get two and then you get We're one, gonna ask low five, one but high. We know three will submit. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, five right. people, But yeah. we know three will submit. Yeah. Well, it, well, and they're like, you know, if we just have, you know, we don't want one high and one low. We want something in the middle. So at least three. And I'm like, you cheap. <laughs> and, yeah, then, and, then, and, then, and I was like, what, you know, what kind of budget are you looking at just to make sure that I can get the numbers right for you? Yeah. We're thinking about 75 and I'm like, okay. And at that time I didn't know what that even meant until I really went through the property you with my to. friend and everything. Yep. And we were, you know, well, first I had to walk him to see what actually was the scope of work, yep. you know, and then, then we did all that. And he was like, yeah, just like over thousand just for mowing. He's like doing the math and adding percentages like on top of stuff. And he's like, you should do this for no more than 90,000. I mean, this is like a hundred grand easy, you know, yeah, but like yeah, no, yeah. no lower than 90. I'm like, Oh man, there's no way. And then like, I saw this vice president of the HOA at like a band function. And she was like, Hey, so did you submit a quote? I was like, no, not yet, but thank you for recommending me. That's really nice. And I was like, I don't, I'm trying to work out this budget. You know, I'm trying to work out this bid. And they said, your budget's like not it's not where it needs to be. And she's like, well, we, we have some wiggle room and things oh, yeah. like that. And I'm like, uh, hundred grand, send it over, baby. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. So we'll, seal we'll it. see what happens. I haven't heard anything. So it's been like a, two weeks. Maybe they're waiting no, on all so the yeah, bits they're to waiting. come yeah, through. Absolutely. The, they're waiting. Yeah. Because like what we were talking about, the one was like, okay, say for instance, I would have given in. We'll say that. Given in. Because right. like there for what, like, you know, if before kind of meeting with him and like kind of like, listen to his ways of how he's like 
you know, stand your ground. Like I probably would have said, okay, let me look at it and see. Say I would have dropped it 10%. That's 10% profit out of my pocket. Right. 100%. That is profit out of my pocket, you know, because it, it was the standard 12% increase. Yeah. That means I'm leaving 16 per, 16% profit right out of my like right out the door. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's, I mean, that's a lot of money. Yeah. You know, you stack that across the board. So yeah, yeah but it'd be better not to have it than lose money on it. I mean, if you're not making good money, Oh yeah, it, no, it was that. So that's why it. basically right. I was like, that's we, why we just why came to the decision bother? of yeah. like, cause it's a lot of labor. Here's a lot my of price. Stuff. If yeah, it why? doesn't, then, and there's poison ivy in the ground cover. Screw that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That leave that off. for the big national chains. They yeah, can, they, seriously. They, they just gobble everything up for numbers, you know? Uh, they barely even make profits at the uh, yeah. yeah. But it, like, it's because I was like, we got this place looking so good. Like, it is so good. It just looks yeah. great. And it's like, even in the wintertime, it looks good. Yeah. And I, I was just like, come on. Like, don't you guys seriously are going to do this over like $5,000? Uh, like, and between 30 residents, you're talking about like, couple hundred bucks per person it's it was like, like ten dollars a billing period it yeah. would 120 per, per person. person oh man yeah and i was like if your country club rate because the it sits right on the country right on the backside of the country club uh, I was, and they're all members of the club so yeah. i was like oh but if your rate went up ten dollars you would month, definitely still pay sign that. that one oh my yeah. gosh i need to keep my yeah uh, oh, my membership yeah, for bed yeah <laughs> Yep. Bye. Yep. Definitely. So, but yeah, but it's it's been yeah. that's good. I'm excited. It's just like getting into that mode, and it's like the price is the price. You are you uh you uh negotiating your gas bill as well? Like yeah, you ain't negotiating with the landscaper either. Everybody's Love got a it. business to run. Love it. But yeah. it's, it's, crazy, the, it's all like, about mindset. But it's like you, it's almost like you don't run into issues. Like if if someone has money, they're ready to spend. Like. They put up very They're little resistance. Yeah, they put up like, little resistance. As long as you give them a product, like give them a good design, they are more likely. And and people even will tell me, I found that I sometimes will push budgets pretty hard. If I get a $10,000 budget, I might over design a bit and say, hey, I know the budget's 10, but you can get this for 11.5. And I mean, like six times out of 10, I'm getting that 11.5 most likely approved. Because if you give them the value to represent the extra money being spent they will sometimes like bend to that now if they're at 10 grand i'll be like okay we'll take this out but a lot of times you can upsell even if they're at a hard ten thousand dollar budget like but the difference between 10 and 11 5 isn't really that much so i mean or well, especially like when you're talking 12. like oh we can just add a few more uplights here and it can completely change your space yeah exactly exactly yeah it's yeah. a lot of times people just need to they need to be guided into the proper decision instead of them thinking that they know everything they just need to, they just need some help getting there and it's like things i'm learning and it's just probably just comes with the time you eventually realize and i'm sure you would attest this like you start realizing like Money doesn't go that far. Like, as in, like, things are expensive. Yeah. Right. Like, take for instance, like, you know, when we're, like, I know when I was younger, get, we're just getting into it, I'm like, holy crap, a $10,000 landscape would just completely just be this huge project. And then after you start, like, really doing the numbers and seeing it, you're like, a $10,000 landscape, like, really isn't, like, right. a big landscape. No, like, it's, it's just like not. a standard just, issue around yeah, the house. Yeah, with yeah. some lighting. Like, that's yeah. what I would imagine. Like, a right. standard house with some lighting and, you know, tear on install. Yeah. Like, so, but that's, 
Yeah. That's like like the bread and butter jobs for even me. Like, that's what I like to do. My guys are really good at it. We can get in and out in like two or three days and just bust them out. Like, boom, 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 boom. Instead of trying to get into like hardscaping and spending, you know, time learning that and time to figure that out. It's so much better just to like get very good at one thing and just reproduce it. That's how everybody makes money. People don't make money hopping out and and back and forth between 10 different services. I mean, I'm not saying that it's not possible, but it's much easier to do one thing and replicate it over and over. And you will watch that profit margin go berserk. I mean, compared to trying to do, oh, I'm going to go pressure wash this lady's house today. And then tomorrow we're going to do a seed install. And then the next day we're going to go do fertilizer. I mean, really try to dumb it down, get good at like three things and then slowly branch off into other stuff. Like landscape design is like it for us. I mean, like we're doing like these softscape jobs and that's like pretty much it. We don't really get into a lot more of of anything else. Yeah. Yeah. And you can do that once you've been in the game for a while, just like kind of really figure out what you want and try stuff while you're starting off. You got to figure out what you like. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Back to what you guys were saying um, about like pricing and just like kind of like almost drawing a line in the sand and, and just, it's not worth doing stuff for, for less money and losing all that money, you know, out of your pocket and all that. Like something that I've just recently has started like convincing myself of, because to, one thing I've don't like probably not the only, I don't want to, you know, be mean to myself, but the, the one thing that I've done well, like from the gate almost was the whole route density thing. But mm-hmm. every year subsequently after that, from year one, all the way now going on to year nine, I've just significantly changed things in my business, not like services or any of that kind of stuff or mm-hmm. set up just like really trying to refine and make things, you know, whether it's raising my prices, um, refining the types of services, like no more like on-call mulch or on-call bushes or on-call anything. Mm-hmm. Like you're signing up for a yearly agreement type deal or we're not, you know, we're not no more on-call aerating, like none of that stuff. And every year I would just kind of chip away at those things, uh, putting credit cards on file. Um, and the most recent thing is um, 12 month billing, you know, I mean, you know, we're, we're adding up with your services that you agreed for, for, which is basically the same as a contract, but they're not signing a contract. We're not binded by anything. Cause if I don't like you, you don't like me, we're done. Like you want to be able to split more or less than them. Yeah. So you're yep. looking out for yourself right, on that exactly. one. Right? You want to drop a rotten egg. You can't. Right. right. Yeah, if, good pr- for you. if prices change for some reason, need to change yep. for some reason, I'm just going to do it. Like, but the bottom line is, you know, they, they approve the quote in the beginning of the year for all the services. And then we add all that up, divide it by 12, you know, the same concept mm-hmm. as his contract. So it's really a win-win because now they can budget. They know they're going to chart pay 300 bucks or whatever it is a month for whatever service or services they have. I know I can rely on that, on that monthly income, even in January, when we're not doing anything, mm-hmm. but you know, I had more people than I thought, like I'm not paying for not nothing getting done in January. And like, I was starting to get frustrated by that, but then my best clients were like, sounds good. Sign me up. Why didn't you do it sooner? Makes sense to me. Mm -hmm. So I feel like, like the thing is we all have best clients, right? We should hopefully God, if not, we need to, we need to straighten something out. But if your best clients are accepting something, who cares about the other ones? Yep. Who cares what the other ones say? Yep. And it's like, people are just, I mean, (laughs) we're stubborn too, like to change like as a business owner. So it's like, you know, so some guys like, Oh man, nope, ain't doing that. Then it's like, then you honestly like, I'm I'm sorry it took this long for me to get rid of you because you yeah. were my ideal client anyway. Right. It's like yeah. you did our. It's like, yeah, you know what? Probably not because you did our like you chose the most minimal amount of services we can provide you. Right. Anyways, yep. or I, something. I, but I, it's just I have changed, a client. I'm sure, I, I have but, this. Cl- but, but good for you though. That's awesome. Yeah. Like yeah, to just definitely. be like, hey, this is the because that's basically what it 
you almost have to like if you let just a little bit of leaks kick in of like oh no this is right there i'll just let them do it yeah. next thing you know it's takes over and you're right back to where you started so are you worried you, are you cool, worried though. at all about you, like you, that's awesome is 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 that like a a front loaded deal like after you do their install what if they just drop you like after you do their mulch or something are you worried about well, that at all mulch is the one thing that's not a part of that that's a separate quote okay because i'm not, I'm not that gonna makes get sense. screwed off yeah because i was gonna say that's yeah. like the biggest plus probably. you have to you have to you have to buy the mulch yep. so like when it's 20 yards of mulch i'm not gonna just pull that so out is that of my mainly for like right. maintenance and fertilization correct so yeah, mulling, cool. fertilizing shrub, shrub trimming, trimming all yep. the maintenance stuff nice yep. yeah that's real that's good that's good because i was i was like uh what if they just like said hey <laughs> yeah. that mulch is in we've been paying 300 a month we just got all these services for 900 bucks we're yeah. so that's right, like a la carte right, right. like we're Correct. gonna bill separate yeah, yeah. Mul- mulch and also i told them this year i told them aerating is going to be separate i gotta wait to see yeah. what grassy prices are oh, a yeah. lot of guys yeah. got oh, seed is screwed re- the last couple of years <laughs> especially oregon. commercial those fires out, those yeah. fires out in oregon killed all the grass farms oh that's that, i mean they had a lot Surprises. of wildfires and yep. like they lost a lot of product that was yep. like a big worry green velvet our local supplier was worried yep. about is the fires out west were killing the grass crops like the grass seed farms and fertilizer because yeah. i get it we get a wholesale too yeah and even like wholesale price now you're like oh my Gosh, yeah, fertilizer's been going up and, and you know, yeah. non-selective herbicides, selective herbicides, all that crap. But I yep. feel like, you know, I'll, 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 I inflated that price a little yep. bit to try and compensate. But seed is like a whole other free yep. animal. It's gone up like 20 bucks every year well, or something that, per every bag. Time, I'm like, what? Yeah, and every time, you, you know. bags, like 120 bucks. You go to pick up, you know, <laughs> say however much, I don't know how much aeration every seed you do. But say you're like, okay, I'll first off, I'll start off with a skid of you know, it's yeah. X price. The next time you go back two weeks later to get another skid, yeah, it's like, it. wait a minute, this just went up 15%. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, like site one last year was trying to convince everybody to just get it all in bulk when the price is now. Cause you never know what it's going to be after. Great business move on their end. Yeah. Right. I'm like, <laughs> oh man, then people were left over with extra seed yep. and everything, but then it went up the following year anyway. So it was good that they had extra seed because yep. yep. then they didn't have to buy as much yep. at a higher price. But anyway, so like seed and mulch, those two uncontrollable expenses, I'm not going to eat that good so call I'm like that's good call separate, yeah separate yeah thing, so. yeah because and i know a lot of folks that even do that even for like they're like say like an hoa that's getting a mulch they'll make that a separate line item to where they collect x because like for that mulch install that times so that way they're not taking 12 months to recover in a yeah. sense they're expensive their mulch flow, yeah yeah you know depending on how much mulch that's it is idea. like our last like our hoa is man because the beds are just like they're mature beds, so it takes less mulch. But I think we right. only did like yeah, ten yards probably, of mulch yeah, or something. So. I'm like, okay, I'll take the, I'll eat the three hundred fifty bags or whatever. Yeah, yeah but hundreds but, of yards. But when you're doing hundred yards of mulch, <laughs> yeah, yeah like and time accounts. and yeah. you know labor yeah. time as well. Like that's right. when you're talking like, yeah, we're gonna, you know, F- this would be your contract, but we're gonna prepay. You're gonna like, you know, you're yeah. basically gonna pay for that mulch service yeah. right then at the beginning, right. And then, you know, carry yeah, on the, the regular rest. contract the rest. So you're not yeah. trying to recover that mulch all over the year. Right. Yeah. That's, that's a mess. Yeah. Put it on your credit card and all that. <laughs> that's, 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 yeah. 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 Especially those yeah. big accounts. My right. goodness. That's yeah. a lot of mulch. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, that's how I was just trying to justify like, you know, my, my best clients are like, Hey, you know, it's all. And I actually, one of my best clients came to me nine years ago or probably eight years ago. It wasn't my first year, but early on because they had a contract with some other company that was billing them for work that should have been done, but wasn't right. So they bill them in, you know, they're billing them January, February, March. Okay. Whatever. There's nothing to do yep. or January, February is on the yep. March comes along. I mowed his neighbor's yard twice already 
and his grass was getting overgrown, never got cut in March, and still got the bill, the same monthly yeah. bill, and he was, like, mm. pissed. So, so that's, that's what puts a sour taste in people's mm, mouth. About so they the monthly. Were, yeah, and they were, he was all not, not we'll about it. That. But now he's like, sounds good to me because I built that trust and reliability, and if he's been yeah. my client for eight years or whatever it is. So That's where the weird thing is about, like, the 20 – like, I, I'll notice it. So the company that starts with a G in my area. Yeah. I would notice how they will do that. So say for instance, you know, you base, like we get like average, like 26 cuts a, a season mm-hmm. in our area. You can tell when they are strict on like, you will get 26 cuts because, you know, typically when we say we should get a little dry out in July, August, if we get rain through July and August, you'll see some of their accounts like not being cut for a month. So you'll think like, man, they must not be getting paid. No, it's there. They know typically we're on a slowdown, so they're not going to mow those months. They'll, Cause like we know this spring and fall is our heavy mowing months. Right. But yeah, they'll go, I mean, a month of being cut like once, but like in that month time, you're like, this looks like junk. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. it looks like junk. Like, That's kind of why I don't, for my maintenance contracts, it's more of like a a la carte building, billing. We don't, we just do like big commercial sites that are like industrial kind of. So it's not like a bunch of, I don't like to deal with HOAs because I think there's too many talking heads that are involved yeah. in those. There's It's like working for 30 people instead of just one. And that's something you kind of ran into with your HOA. And that's, but, I just had to stand my ground. And yep. I literally told the guys, like, I don't want to, I don't want me or my guy to be confronted of any, if there's any issue, if there's any, like, I have, have one point of contact. You and that's it. And yeah. that's how it goes. Yeah. Right. Because it got to a, like, because. They were thinking a young company, new yeah. guy, you know, new company in here. They're the small guys. Let's try and, and I was like, not happening. Yeah. One point of contact from that point on, we were smooth sailing and never yep. had a thing. Yep. You just got to set the expectation. That is oh, a yeah. fact. Cause there is nothing worse than having 30 people having it. Like each one of them, like, Oh, can you please do this? Can you please do this here? It's like, Oh, don't hit the day. Don't hit the yellow flower like those, in front of you. Those lakefront property owners, right? <laughs> yeah. Those lake. <laughs> Oh gosh! I see what you got there. No there. <laughs> uh, oh man, that's an old one. He went back into the yeah, archives. Yeah, go back in the archives for that part. Yeah, you guys. Oh man, I thought that one was dead. But no, somebody don't bring it back up. Yep. <laughs> yep. Oh man. All right. Well, on that note, <laughs> yeah, let's we'll wrap let's, it up. Yeah, let's button this up. We had a really good conversation. Fifty-one minutes in, we 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 went, on, we went all down in the weeds there. So I, I like it. But um, I got a fresh new second edition of Pod Deck with the most random questions you'll ever find. Um, if anyone's ever listened to the podcast, we have random questions like, what is the weirdest thing you've ever eaten? Or if you could jump into a pool full of something, what would it be? like? And then there's some other interesting ones in there. So it's okay. just kind of like yeah. lighthearted stuff that has yeah. nothing to do with lawn and landscape, potentially. Your answer could have to do with it, but the questions have nothing to do with that. And just kind of get to know people from a different level. So you randomly get to pick a card and read it and answer it. And we all get to reap the benefits of that. All right. Uh, all you're right. going to, you might get some good answers yeah. on this podcast. Yeah. We'll yeah. yeah. We'll yeah. No, Let, no bars holding right now. Let me shuffle the cards. First. All right. All right. <laughs> there you go. Nice and crispy. Ready to go. <laughs> I thought he was putting us on mute for a second. Oh my goodness. Uh, and if you get something real, I haven't read all these cards yet. So it's a brand new deck. I just opened it this morning. So if it's something wacky, we can do the old Skippo card and you can redraw if you need to. All right. To. <laughs> well, this one, it's it's an okay card, but uh-huh. we can probably get a better, more interesting one. All right. Let's, yeah. let's see. Let's see what you get. I've got a good one. I'm not afraid of spiders, so. <laughs> snake's day. If we switch it up to snake. Uh, 
get a better one now? You, you satisfied with your card? All right, I'll start. How much would someone have to pay for your little toe? <laughs> like, is, is that uh, really like, what it says? Yeah, that's that's what it says. How much would someone have to pay for your little toe? <laughs> I mean, like, like would like they want to like cut it off my foot and take it home? I guess so. Oh man, how for much would someone have toe. to pay? For okay, my is there some uh, significance though to the little toe? Like, is that like vital for balance? Like, no, if your little toe, toe's the gone, the big toe like, is more maybe. vital for balance. How much would I sell a part of my body? Maybe for? that's not, why they say little toe. Yeah, how much would I sell? How much would I sell the least? To you, to you sell one, the least you essential part the of my lower body for the least essential part of my lower. I think I would have to get like at least. Oh, I don't know how to answer this. That's tough. It's like tax-free dollars. I mean, I think I'd probably come off my little toe for a solid two mil. <laughs> I think oh, I'd probably, what, do you, what do you think, Dylan? Would you, now, now about, does that, right, right in that range? Did, cause like, like a quick two mil, you could turn it into four mil pretty quick if you invested. And correctly. I would tell them they have to pay for my medical bills. Like oh. it's not just like a we're going to take some lompers and chop your toe off. No, and just set no, the I think like yeah, right. like, I don't know. You're two minutes. Bleed I think to two, death. Is this done <laughs> yeah. correctly? Yeah, two, like done this correctly. Like, surgical procedure. They just want to put it around their neck on a necklace. I'd say Caleb's two. Like <laughs> we can chop that off here at the shop. Yeah, so they can just nibble on it like pirates. Okay, yeah, being that's fine. Yep. nibble on the, on God, the toe. I think, two, I think two million's my number. <laughs> I, I would. <laughs> I wouldn't want to give up my little toe, but I think if someone had two million in a case in front of me, I could probably come off of it. I'm just glad you didn't say like, oh, solid. 50 grand. I'm all right. No, That's no. going to do for your life. Oh, no, man. No, I'm not that Pick cheap. your dump truck off. Cool. I'm not that cheap. Well, you really showed your worth. I'm glad you, you know, you're, you uh, respect your little toe. Yeah. I mean, like, that's a part <laughs> well, of my body. He's a big hiker. Like, oh. big mountain guy. So, yeah. like, he needs. He, I, I have to have my little toe, yeah. and especially because, like, I can flail that thing out wide and wave at someone. <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> TMI about your toes. Oh, man. come on, come man. On. <laughs> All right, what what what's your kid? Says what things do you do every day that you wish you that you wish could be automated? What things do you do every day that you wish could be automated? That's totally different than your I'm happy I got my question, not that one. <laughs> oh no, this one's simple. We talked about it the other day. So I wish there was a way that uh someone would invent um so that way you could just step into this Say you step into like a circle thing. You know the things where you grab money. You know, I mean, you step yeah. into it in the wind. Yep. Tunnel, yeah, yeah, money. yeah. You try and grab as much as if you, you can. could. Just step into something like that. Click a button. Five seconds. You are clean, showered, done, ready to go. On with your stuff. If there was one thing that could do, that'd be great. Because you know this your, as yeah. being children, as having kids, you can just drop well, a kid I am in a there. Child too, but and yeah. you're a child. <laughs> right. um, you know, like that would be just a nice thing. Like five seconds in, you're clean, you're out, go. Kids, it's, it's five such a seconds. Big production, boom. yeah. And you're just on with it. That would mm-hmm. I don't know why. It's no, just that'd be good. Because like at the, okay, at the end of your day, you're just I don't know. Being I love tired showers. I love that part of the day. You're just ready just to be quiet. clean and chill, right? You, just wait till you have kids, but your, oh, your timeline you will. That's why, yeah. I don't, He's I like, don't. ooh, I'm just like living the dream over here. It is ridiculous. Here. I'm like, yeah, man, just sat down for dinner. It's 1030. Got the kids down and everything. Yeah. And he's just like, I've been on the couch since 630. Yeah. He's like, oh, I just took a 30 minute shower. Yeah. And I'm eating. I'm just watching yeah. some Netflix. Uh, yeah. Like, for real. Yeah. For real. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm lathering it while I can. I just got married. Uh, in I got October, Coco Melon so in the background, soon. you know, just be yeah, so Just rubbing some lotion on my legs. Gosh, to get, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, put yes. lotion on my toes. Yeah. While I have them. While I have them. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, I have them. I got to keep them, keep them attached to me. Oh, That'd be something man. I would automate is just the... Uh, the shower. No, just I the shower that. thing. That's, That'd be all right. That's like, think about it, like Steve Jobs' motto of like just wearing the same black shirt or whatever it was every day. So he, has, he doesn't have to use brain yeah. power to figure out what he's going to get dressed in every day. He just wears the same outfit. I mean, it's obviously multiple shirts. Yes. It's not like he's wearing the same shirt yeah, every day, but, but it's the same color, same yeah. pants or jeans or whatever. Just just throw it on and go to work and make a gazillion dollars, you <laughs> know, trying to change the world, yeah. you know, Gosh. like the last thing he wants to worry, wanted to worry about was his clothes. So he probably would have been down with the automated shower too. Just, Steve, uh, boop, yeah. There it is. I might do it for 1.5 million now that I think about it. <laughs> You're lowering your prices. Come on, man. I'm just thinking about like what I could do with 1.5 million. Hey, I'm going to come though. in with a lower bid because I could use a mill. So yeah. I'm going to drop in at a mill. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm going to undercut him. Uh, <clears throat> all right, guys. Well, thanks for, for being on the podcast. Uh, great stories. Great time. Can't wait to listen to this back. Thank you again to Kohler for helping me put this together. The old podcast summit here. Second year and thank you to the almonds for letting us be in their awesome headquarters what do you guys think about Dude, this this building's unbelievable yeah go- goals goals this is i mean i i never aspired to have this big of a building but just even at a smaller scale 40 by 60 or whatever it would be insane to have something like this i mean just a place you think it's you see it one thing on instagram but when you stand in the back of it and you know you really look at it it's a awesome place and like even yeah. what they're doing up here at the front end like just like the different offices and the like how it's designed laid out i mean i just think i'm sure his employees are going to be very happy with this place i mean i'm sure it's just like bringing the whole morale and vibe up he's gonna be able to get more employees they're like oh we're working for Alma. they got the sick new building down you know yeah down the road or whatever so for it's gonna sure. Im- it's awesome and it's nice and simple like it's 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 like they didn't like try to like go over like say like this this living I would say like the living area in a sense you know like it's not like over the top but it's like well done like you know all their accents they have like the off like Caleb and Brittany's office like Brittany's office like, yep. like the it just simple pictures on the wall cabinetry like and it just looks great yeah so yep. it's like simple and they're not even done it's, no I mean yeah. it's still it, it's still, it still is awesome though yeah, but it, it, it looks good yep yeah, absolutely it, for sure. Sweet. Well, I couldn't agree with all that more. Yeah. And I'm, I'm happy and proud of them because I, I remember where they were Seriously. years ago. Just mm-hmm. all that stuff in the back, just packed into storage sheds, just a hot mess, yep. digging through stuff, trying to find things, wasting time, breaking yeah. things, buying new things because you can't find old things. And now it's just like a whole new world. I was he was like, my like first a- follow on Instagram. That was the first person I started following was almond and this where they are now it's crazy yeah yeah i told him last night i was like you're like a legitimate company now man Ah. look at you he's like oh geez here Uh, there yeah Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) like dude take some credit for it yeah you you deserve it like yeah just be like you know what yeah we are yeah yeah Yeah, good for him we're legit we're legit they are absolutely shout out to them though for hosting this it's pretty cool to be able to drive an hour and a half and come do this Great location. I mean, yeah. talk about getting blessed by fire. Like, he's never been on a podcast before, so he's hitting two all in a row. One yeah, day, I did the rounds. Did the rounds. Like, just like, yeah. It's a fun time. You're already yeah. doing Caleb's? No, no we're, we're going to be on. Yeah, that'll probably be, be our last one. All right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I imagine three in a row. You're going to need a nap after that. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Absolutely. I'm ready. I'm ready. All right. All right. Well, until the next episode, this is the Long Care Rookie signing off. This has been an LCR Media and Mr. Producer production.